0: Okay, here we go. High school talk. This is it. Listen, I listen, I go football and basketball, man. That's what I do. Football and basketball. Now, we're going to go strictly basketball. You know, but I do want to blurt in some football, any football fans, that we'll be doing some high school football talk when high school football is going. But right now, it's high school basketball. For R.J. Hampton. The case for R.J. Hampton. What? Stop it. Why are we rating him so low? I don't know. Maybe y'all they feel like he shouldn't be. You don't need me. I don't think they want me to do the the rankings. And I, I listen. I got love for all my peoples out there, and I got some news for you for R.J. Just a little news. Everybody who's fans of R.J. Hampton, we started off with this. We're going to do some Texas, some California, and some Pennsylvania prospects. Uh, First with R.J. Hampton, we go, and we talk about Little Elm High School and the type of prospect he is, the type of player he is, what he does on the court from passing the ball, playing defense, talking trash to you. Oh, yeah, he talks smack to you. Oh, yeah, he make you feel like, you know what, you're going to cry. If you ain't ready for this game, you're going to cry. You are going to – and then you're going to try to, like, like shake him, and he's going to make you mad at All this has happened this year. He had two 50-point games. He's had a, He had a 50-point game to get recognized. What RJ Hampton says is you're going to know who he is. That's what he says on the court. All right, we got Jalen Green is leading my pack, the Unicorn Boys, is, and then we got Pennsylvania. And we definitely got to talk about Lynn Greater third. okay? We're going 2020 today. We going. I'm going to bring in some other people, but 2020, y'all the dogs right now. This is y'all time. 2019 is, is really, it's over with. It's 2020 time. It's the whole, listen, this is what y'all got to look at. One of the best drafts coming up. Everybody says, RJ going to reclassify. No. Okay. I can, t- I can tell you that. I'm just going to say that. He's not reclassifying. Say what you want. If I feel otherwise, other stuff would be, but no, he's not reclassifying, man. He's going to be part of a special draft. He leaving with his boy, him and, him and Jalen are going to head this draft. Now, I don't take nothing away from even Mobley. Shout out to Nicole Mobley and that Mobley family. Don't come at me knocking at my door with them things. My son. No, come on. Calm down. Calm down. Okay. All right. Scotty Barnes is the man. Shout out to the Barnes family. All right. Jalen Johnson is a beast. Okay. Greg Brown is the beast. But RJ should be ahead of everybody. It should be Jalen RJ. Jalen RJ. The competitive spirit of two guys not even at their... Then there's 6'5, okay? And, and yes, RJ is 6'5. I know that. Man's father told me, 6'5, okay? Put that up there. Now, what he does on the court is crazy. His recruiting. I've asked around. Yeah. I've asked source. I've got to direct talk of some people that were really no knowledge of recruiting and RJ could be Kentucky. You could see this man coming out as another product out of Kentucky. You can see him in Kansas. You can see that. If you look at those two universities right there, I feel like that's going to be a, you know, I mean, that's who I feel like just by hearing the talk, it's been other people you know, mention, but I just want to to those two. And Duke, don't think Duke won't get, you know, Duke, but Kentucky is the one to look at. Kentucky and Kansas are the two to look at. Duke's going to come because Coach K got to go at Calipari. I expect that to ramp up, you know, not right now, but soon. But Kentucky, listen, Kentucky could be that team to take RJ out. Put him in that start lineup immediately, day one. <laughs> they can put him anywhere, man. He's just like fool's gold with RJ. I'm going to put you at the one, two. I always say he's a two guard. You know why? Because he's a dog. He's a killer. Allen Iverson said it best. Killer. He is a killer. Give him the ball. He's going to make the right play. And he's going to, like, he'll score 50 on you and get 20 assists. Tw- he's one of them type of guys, man, and he's going to laugh in your face. He's going to have fun with you. I hate to go against this kid. I foul him every time. Yeah, I said it. I said it, I foul every time. Kid's is good. All right, um, Texas is is doing their thing. Greg Brown, I feel like, is um, he's a monster, man. And I, I I see why some people rate him over RJ. You know, that's probably one of the people I say, hmm, but RJ's the one-born guy in Texas, man. Greg Brown is just doing his thing five-star corner you want to you know hear more about greg brown him and rj are both out of texas they're both on nbadraffing.com uh prospect one-on-one you know rj is one of the 2021 top three prospects on the nba mocks and greg Brown's also in there in the top 10 so if you look at those you just look at this guy can just do so much with the ball him and then you look at the third guy um Kaleeb Loner is, you know, he's a pretty good shooter. Pretty good shooter. 6'6", 200. Um, People say he's going to Baylor. You got guys like Micah Peavy, number four in Texas. LJ Cryer. I mean, you got some guys in Texas, you know, that are the ballers. Guys need to watch out. Guys that could go up. But the two guys you're watching out for right now, and Micah Peavy is Jesus, man. Michael Peavy got ball in him, man. He really do. And is another good player. So, those are two guys to watch out where they're going to go. Those are two ballers that are under the radar, not really looked at that big. But R.J. Hampton and Greg Brown, are the cream of the crop. They are the NBA prospects. Not saying other guys couldn't get there. Not saying that. But um, Greg Brown and, and R.J. Hampton, as good as it gets. Coming to a term of thinking about R.J., he went to cut his list down. Anybody see that? RJ cut his list down. And now people are saying that some people are saying it was his top five. No, this was his final five. And so that tells you something. It tells you soon that this could be ticking down. Don't know when particularly you'll do it, you know, keeping up. Good family. This is one of the few families, like, I really like, you know, talk, talking to, you know, Jalen's family. But um, his pops is a good dude, good basketball mind. You know, we, we, we um, trade verbal knowledge. You know, so um I feel like um RJ gets a lot of his basketball IQ just from his pops and then you know he has a good family standing. I mean just Hampton family, good family. Yeah, I'm always saying that you have to know I think family's good things in this world and family is not upgraded. So if you get tired of me bigging up family, you just don't listen to my show. But yes, I like RJ how he plays, no doubt. That's one guy. It's one guy to pay attention to. Duke, Memphis, Kentucky, Kansas, TCU. Those are your people. Memphis is gonna be in the trying because Memphis is also in for Jalen Green. So I don't figure they don't fall back at all. Um, but Kentucky and Kansas, man. You know, I, I just I just feel but I feel like Kentucky, watch out. Let's watch out. Um we go more into California. And I got a lot of love for Jalen Green. to do. Got a lot of love for Jalen Green. But it's some good good players out of California, man. And Jalen Green's number one. All right? I can't. No, you know, everybody has their things they want to say. He uh, might be number two to some people. I, this is not my opinion, man. I mean, you don't get many talent. Jalen's only 6'5". And he can big up with anybody. He can big up with anybody. So, I mean, at his size and what he can do. You have to watch out for a talent like that. I don't think there's too many talents. Like, I like Joshua Christopher. Of course, we know even Mosiah Williams is good. Johnny Juzang. And this type of Basketball, NBA, Johnny Juzang is perfect. He got he got the jumper just like RJ. You know, I've always said that my favorite two shooters in the nation I like Rocky Watts. Um, there's a lot of good shooters I like, but those two are just they're smooth. If you see Tobias Harris shoot, see Ray Allen shoot, that's how that jumper goes down. Is Ray, RJ Hampton and Johnny Juzang, smooth jumpers. Marcus Bagley's another guy out of there, McCurr make, maker. There's a lot of interesting prospects out of California. I remember Jalen and, and Marcus Bagley got smoked. They got <laughs> that's crazy. They got smoked. Like they they want to have beef with each other. Anybody know what smoke beef? Basketball beef. It's not like personal. I, I, they won't. They're not those. They're kids. And they got competitive and they got kind of personal. And I hear the daddy of the Bagley family. Come on, man. I know I don't hear the daddy of the Bagley family going their kids, man. Stop it. Stop it, man. It's crazy. But um Yeah, California, um, Mobley, of course, and, and Jalen Green, and Joshua Christopher, and Johnny Juzang, are oh. NBA prospects. So is Marcus Bagley. I mean, Who his brother is, and if he performs to a high level, there's no doubt scouts are on him. The Bagley family is a rich family now, so you know one. Once one person's in the NBA, legacy gets a a door, gets a a bigger eye. So watch out for that. Um, Jalen Green is a guy I think Memphis is just on him real good, and you got Kansas. I'm pretty has been also, no doubt they've been making pitches at him, and another. Team I need to look at is Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky is going after R.J. Hampton and Jalen Green, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Kentucky fans, you hear me? They are going after R.J. Hampton and Jalen Green. They will work. They can play together. One can be a point, one can be a shooting guard. So is Memphis. The package deal is in effect. They're best friends. They they run the unicorn fam. Jalen's the head dog, RJ's the right hand man, Unicorn fam in full effect, bad boy, look, the best, the best crew to me in in high school ball. You got, I know Jam Fam and I know Jelly Fam, but Unicorn fam, look, I've seen each fam develop. And I ain't nothing better than Unicorn Fam. <laughs> For real. These dudes are serious. So I, I really hope and encourage that, um, this is something they take into the NBA. What's going on, y'all? Follow the Podcast, back to high school basketball talk, part two. We, you know, had to cut it off a little bit. A lot of things to do. Sixers playing. A lot of things going on. A lot of more NFL actions going on. You know. Listen, let's get back on these prospects, and we still got to go to Texas, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm at 2020, and we know about Greg Brown know about RJ Hampton, right? We know about a lot of those guys that are um, impacting Texas, not to mention 2019. The number one guy is Tyrese Maxey. As good as Tyrese Maxey is, man, um, I just don't know about a player right now, period, in high school basketball in Texas better than RJ Hampton, period. You look at what RJ Hampton has done this year, type of player he's been. How dominant he's been. It's almost bar none to even try to think that anybody else is remotely better. So, in my opinion right now, that's just just clearly what it is. Looking at Tyrese Maxey, who's averaging around 21 a game this year in high school ball. Uh, LJ Cryer is a guy to look at um, out of Texas. Serious, serious player um out of his class, man. 27 a game, six one point guard. You look at guys like DV and Harmon. You look at um special players in Texas that I mean they just got ballers. And if you look at New York, you gotta look at Texas. Two big, two big markets, two of the biggest. You got California, Texas, and, and New York. And then you gotta look at Philly. Philly is just what it is. And and the DMV combined makes you slice things in half. It really does. Um, California, I I I I mean guys like Johnny Giusein are there are guys rated above Johnny Jusin, but they're not gonna be as good as Johnny Jusane. There are guys rated above them. But they're not going to be as good. It's just a rating thing. People have to get out of there. These are a group of guys with great smarts and knowledge that have their own assessment. And they're just putting their assessment down. And, you know, we follow, I know a lot of things, a lot of schools followed by it, but they don't stop your work ethic. You'll get there. You work hard enough. It's a guarantee you'll get to where you got to get. Whether you're on an NBA team crawling to the, from the G League to the, you just got, you just got to do what you got to do. Whatever cards in front of you, deal it. You know that don't mean you cannot become a great player. That is totally false. I don't care if you're not even looked at. You can get in there, get in the camp. If you're a good basketball college basketball player, period, you're productive. You're guaranteed a chance. You're guaranteed a chance. You're, I don't care if you're elite or you're just good or you're you're, you're just productive. And it is there is a difference between productive and good. Productive in the eyes of the people that look at you not in you know terminal in real terms in my opinion i feel like people look at you they think of productive and good because a guy could be good right there and he's scoring 13 a game but you got a guy productive scoring 30 points a game why do they not look at him you got competition you got high schools you got eyes period that that just dwell in that area they're able to go report and then you know people come out like cedric altman is a beast he's a beast but he's not even looked at real big you got um Got bones. Um, guy gets down big time. Or you got guys like Jermond Kemp. He's a four, I mean, he's a four star. His dad is Sean Kemp. But what's going on right now? Why are teams not after him? I feel like, um, this team in particular is a very, very good team. Very, very good team. and, And, um, Meaning that, you know, the team I'm about to say is is just... Now, we're talking about high school ball. I really wanted to let this out. I like a lot of teams, man. But my team I like, in particular, is Brewster. Brewster, man, listen. I'm going to tell you like this. You put Jalen Lequeu... And you put Terrence Clark, who's a number one 2021 guy, Jalen Q, the guy they said, oh, you couldn't make it because of the the I know the rules. That's that's a that's like telling the kid he can't, look, you aced the test, but you're not gonna pass. Because you was here last year. You've been here an extra year. I mean, that don't even make no sense. It has no rules or bearing. Y'all can respect that rule all you want. Just like they can make it, I can say I don't like it. This guy came in here. He's been dominant. He's been dominant last year. There's nothing this year he's doing he didn't do last year. This year, he's more passive. He's passing the ball to people. You know, he's not even trying to dominate. He's not trying to, like, dominate the court. He's just developing his all-around skills. His brother's a pretty good uh, prospect. You know, I'm going to have a lot of interviews coming soon. I've really been thinking and unwinding about a lot of things and how I, you know, Get some guys out. I just really feel like that um, there's a lot of prospects to get to. A lot of prospects. And um, I just have my way to sit down and think about some things. Now, we also think about 2020 guys from PA. Ethan Morton is about as good as you're going to get. He's a, he's a triple-double threat every time he steps on the floor. And I'm re- – now, Nova was recruiting him. I'm real anxious to see where he goes. I'm very, very anxious to see where he ends up. I'm very anxious. Um, Lynn Greer the third, and, and Roman Catholic is another beast school. Seth Lundy and, and, and Lynn – 2019 Penn State Commit, Seth Lundy. And Lynn Greer the third 2020 – uh. London Greater third are one of the best duos in the country. Not to mention, you got Jalen Duren on their twenty twenty two class, getting down. I mean, it's a real deep team. You know, it's a definite deep team. Um, Jalen Duren is another guy out of Villanova that not out of Villanova, but he's being recruited by Villanova twenty twenty two class. They're they're playing close attention to this kid, and for good reason. IMG, of course, this is unbelievable. R. J. Hampton and Jalen Green make. Let me stop first. but look at talk about one man gangs, and I'm not disrespecting nobody on those squads, but those squads know that bar none, there's nobody else even garnering ten percent of the attention on those schools that Jalen, you know, what I mean Green and and R. J. Hampton are. These two guys, they work their butts off. they dogs. Okay, that's California and that's Texas now. Let's go to right back to a team that uh, back to the team that IMG is real good, and what, what impresses me about IMG is that off the bench they got two guys that are both committed to Penn State: Michael Brown, Jones, Patrick Kelly. Both of these guys can ball out, and whenever you want to get them the ball to do their thing, they're going to do their thing. That's a deep team. That's just not a talented five. It's a deep team. Noah Farrakhan also, you know, could be recruited by Penn State and others. Um, Armando Bacot, North Carolina commit. Jeremiah Roberts, over commit. Josh Green, Arizona commit. I mean, these guys get that. Jaden Springer, one of the, I mean, he's an underrated guy in that whole team. I mean, you look at other guys, that, you know, they're longer. But Jaden Springer's explosive. You could barely, you couldn't stop that guy. You know, Anthony Walker. Guys like that are guys that can just play basketball. Like, it's too explosive. Too explosive. Um, You know, you tend to look at, um, Certain players, and we want to talk about them because I'm leading up to more teams. I've said IMG, I've said Brewster, I've said Roman Catholic. Um, Rainey is always going to be there, man. Sky Lewis and Brian Antoine are the best duo. I Listen, you can say what you want, but what you're not going to tell me is that there's a better duo in the nation than these guys. All right, University, you got Scotty Barnes, University, Scotty Barnes and Vernon Carey are very, very, very. uh explosive uh, team uh, combo. Scotty Barnes amazes me because when you first saw him, you know, he he, he saw you saw the talent and all that, but now he's at point guard. And I'm bringing the ball up. The way the game is now, you know, your most explo- you don't necessarily have to be a true point guard or a guy that really knows how to, you know, get the best amount of assists. You just got to be the guy that draws the most attention. LeBron James can pass. Keep the ball in his hands. Let him do what he does. He draws attention. I mean, he's probably everybody talk about Russell Westbrook in the NBA. LeBron James is probably the best there is right now, as an all-around player. All-around player, he's the best there is right now. Um, he can get a triple double when he wants. If he could do the same thing Russell Westbrook doing, he can do the same thing. But LeBron. That's the thing that separates Westbrook and LeBron. As good as Westbrook is, as good as he makes people now, he he used to just get assists. Now he just makes people better. He really does. But LeBron makes better decisions than Westbrook. He runs the offense better than Westbrook. And it's the only reason that separates Westbrook and LeBron. You know, you don't think Westbrook, you look at his talent, you say, well, I can't go in and take a team that has nobody to the finals. He's just the decision-making that that LeBron makes on the court, not only passing the ball, but offensively, is what makes him elite. He doesn't crack. He don't care what nobody say. He's going to play basketball. And when you come to take care of business, you become an elite basketball player. That's what it's all about. You got to come take care of business. Don't care what nobody say. You you know you out on that court and you do what you do. Who going to tell you when you know this done worked (laughs) before? You stop, You make a person stop you from evolving when you sit there listening listen to other people because you're trying to please them instead of please what you already know is in process. Keep your eye on the prize. All your high school – keep your eye on the prize is coming. Now, I want to go to the 2019 draft real quick and look at Zion. We want to talk about this it. high school basketball talk. So, we get to a lot of stuff, man, and we we still, you know, come up with things. If any prospects got anything to say – that needs to be brought up in a discussion. This is this you alls floor, man. This is it. And I will include the girls. Right now, we have a segment. Um, This segment, we also will talk about the girls, man. Jada Williams, Ezzie Fudd. Listen, Jada Williams 2023 might be the most impressive. I've seen it's Cynthia Cooper. This girl can get there. Everybody talk about the female Steph Curry? No. See, the way she moved, and, and that's not even a bad comparison. I can't rock because she's small and she... Create a shot anywhere on the floor, but Cynthia Cooper, man, the size and this is how she plays a little water bug out there. She gets down, great dribbling, great vision. It's gonna be real interesting to see how real interesting to see how she develops. I mean, that's that's key thing. Jada Williams can direct the offense right now. Combo a point. Um, Zaya Cook. And um Bria Bill. I don't know what to say, man, about the recruiting of South Carolina. It's just unbelievable. Dawn Staley. Philly. How did that come out? I'm sorry. Right. Don is a beast. I'm just real, you know, you get to go to Philly and really out like the legend of Don Staley and, and then see what she's done. It's just remarkable. I love it to death. She is one of the homies. Don Staley is the that she's that girl, Philly. I'm proud of her. Phillies has, has a proud in them, man. You know, real proud of him. Uh, Moses Moody. I talked to Kareem soon. I have an interview out with him. I talked to his dad. Shout out to Kareem Moody and his mom Rona. I just like what he's doing in Mount Vernon, and you haven't seen the best of Moses. I think AAU gonna be big for him and R.J. in a lot of terms because this is the they him Jalen R.J. Um, Brandon, Boston, they they perform everywhere, but AAU just seems like a, a a party, don't it? But they realize it's better players; it brings the best out of them. So you know, Greg Brown, I'm gonna love AAU. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it to death. Um, R.J., I just talked to um his dad. They just played their last district game, and R.J. did a windmill. R.J., come on, man, chill out. <laughs> R.J. is mad. Y'all gonna recognize R.J. Why y'all got him at number six? I just want to know. Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm not trying to. I just don't want no parents to come see me in in the street. What you mean, my baby ain't number one? I don't want no problems. No problems. Okay, none. Um, but I love the Mobley twin, the Mobley boys. I love success, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm biased. I love all the kids because they graduated from high school and they're going to college, man. That is just unbelievable to me. I'm sorry. Maybe I overheat it, but it's just great, man. It's just so many people that I know they never made it there and never got there. Um, went through, whether whether it be death or whether it be that they just didn't achieve. Nobody put their, their their heart through. So they these are heroes we're talking to right now. Heroes. Now, let's get to business. Even Mobley is the man, but do not sit here and tell me Jalen is not the most dominant player skills-wise, what he can do. You look at Mobley, and Mobley still got some tuning. He's not, to me, he's more talented than his brother, but he's not smarter than his brother. And I'm not saying he's dumb, it's just that the knowledge and the IQ is not in the same spot. Mobley is going to end up probably being better, but he don't move as fast as his brother down the floor. As good as Mobley can shoot from the three, that's what has everybody salivating. He's not even, he's not even a, a great, you know, shooter from three. He can shoot that three. Now, he, he can shoot that three. And that's what has everybody like, wow, at this, hey, this is how they judge, for everybody that want to know how people judge people, sit down and listen real quick. Let's just talk about it. When they judge people, the realness, there, there are different types of analysts. In high school, they are judging people by, what they could have if this improves or, or what they have what they have at that that size, what they have at their age, and what couldn't develop, so you're looking at even mobile, the guy at six eleven uh almost seven foot couldn't even get to seven foot I mean he is young, he ain't even hit eighteen yet. Wow, his wingspan is unbelievable. you're looking at that the wingspan, his defensive potential now, the fact that this man can shoot the ball and it'd be hard to block a guy like he's hard to block Embiid. Okay, if he he's not even gotten that. If you look at look at his high school games, he shows you that, but he doesn't show you as you know if he, he doesn't show you the uh, the finished product. Jalen Green shot has got better. RJ Hampton shots got better. Jalen Green's athleticism hasn't slowed up. He's rising higher above people's heads, which is crazy. And this is not even physically RJ and Jalen's physical finished product like they're going to get more stronger they're going to get uh they're going to start they're going to get up there higher last year rj is showing you listen you 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 ain't wait till you see this windmill whoa whoa whoa. oh y'all think wait till you see this 50 points oh whoa rj oh you forgot 50 again oh it's like the th- third time I know on record of R.J. scoring 50 points, man. Are you serious? You got him at point guard. Don't tell me he's a point guard because R.J. lights up 50 points, and he's, he doesn't have time to think about just passing the ball. Now, when he gets up in age and, and he, he becomes like James Harden or like Westbrook, he can do that. But I really think he takes so much away from Westbrook making him be the point guard. You take so much away from Harden when he has to be the, the assist maker. Let them be able to put that in their repertoire, whether that's the first thing they got to think of. When you're a point guard, no matter if you're a shoot-first point guard, when you come down that floor, you're thinking team first. You're not thinking the best shot. If you are, you're definitely not playing point guard. The first thing you got to think is with a team lined up with offense, I got you your captain now. Your point guard, you, you mean since point guard, listen, there's a point guard I know that's probably the best point guard one of the best, not going to be a Hall of Famer, but definitely one of the best to tell you the uh, the prototype of a point guard. That's Eric Snow. He played at Michigan State in college. He played with the Philadelphia 76ers and other teams too. You know why? Iverson at five eleven. Yes, he's that small. Don't let them tell you six feet. I'm definitely don't let them tell you put a six one that man was smaller than that. Iverson became the killer, and he 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 allowed people like RJ Hampton, people like um. Some people say, uh, Brian Antoine, the killers, you can put them guys anywhere. You can put Jalen at the point, which is, see, that's another reason why he number one. When his pops told me that he put, they, they put him at point guard. I said, what? Oh, it's sick. It's sickening. He has the ball all the time coming down court. That's why they gave all the, it's the new, it's the new. New way of, of the game. If your, if your player can score in bunches and he has the ability to pass, he has a good passing. He, he, if this man can pass, put him at point guard. Not if he can play point guard. Not if he's a point guard. Not if he had any time at point guard. Put him at point guard. Zion Williamson. I remember Sam Mitchell saying that Zion Williamson played point guard in one game. You think there's a six- Seven, 285 guy playing point guard. You know why? Because he felt he found out that Zion could pass and he does all the scoring. You want him with the ball in his hand. These are what you call killers. I just described, but killers to me should be off the ball and then they can do whatever they want. They can pass to you, they could shoot. Give them the opportunity of saying, Let me look at this basket. Every time you get the ball, this basket. Okay. I see people coming toward me. Pass. Or should I take it? A killer can do that. I've seen AI, man. I'll tell you something. Pound for pound. Iverson was the best player ever. Hey, all can say what y'all want. If Iverson was six six or six eight, we wouldn't even be talking about no players right now. Nobody. Jordan wasn't tougher than Iverson. LeBron, LeBron do way more training and, and, and it's way more things involved to help your body be cool and, and keep it up than Iverson ever could. Or ever did. How about that? I'm pretty sure it was around. I mean, Iverson played with 13 injuries. Scored 50 points. You think I I might be exaggerating about how many injuries. I'm not exaggerating about multiple injuries. We're talking about four or five injuries. Let's let's look it up. Can, Can we look up how many times he's played? They even, when the game would come on, they would have something on the game talking about injured forearm, injured thigh, injured shoulder. Injured head, injured ear, injured nose. Jesus. He go in there and score 50 points on you, dog. When he shook Jordan, he did that like it was the playground. He didn't even, he wasn't nervous. He just couldn't wait to get Jordan. Especially when Jordan said, he told Iverson, you look like a little bitch. That's what he said to him. Ask, ask AI. He's on record of saying, Jordan said, you look like a little. When Jordan first saw him, he said, you look like a little bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I said, okay. Let me show you what this bitch doing. What we do our Virginia. And shook him. That's my favorite player of all time, man. You know, Shaq was, uh, to me, he was my favorite center. He might have been the best center of my time. And I saw some good ones. I came to Dream, Patrick Ewing, David Robertson, Rick Smiths. Rick Smith was good, man. He wasn't great, he was good. Um, uh, Sam Bowie was good. He was good. Ronnie cycling. It was centers was in back then. It wasn't never no time when they was going in a dangerous species. You know, centers and point guards run that. They are the centerpiece of a, of a lineup. Yeah, that's what they are. You, if you have a point guard or a center you, championship, look what champion who? Uh, you ain't got to have an all-star. So just have a good center. But they're kind of, ch- I think that changed when Jordan was playing. Because Jordan, um, Bill Cartwright was good when he played with the Knicks back in the day. And yes, I do my, listen, I, if I ain't saw a player play on film or, or did my homework on him, I'm not even going to speak on him, man, because I like to have my, do my assessment off of what I really know, not off of what I've heard, you know, not all, or hype. Oh, what challenge was this and that? I done saw tapes. I done looked at stats. Saw games on film, did stories, you know, phenomenons. have to be consistent. Everything has to go and flow. But anyway, um, sorry, I get caught up in the school. You know, if, if any high school prospects are listening, you know, I like to school the game to some, some, some catch. You know, let them know some things. That's what high school basketball talk is about. Um, part two was even more valid. I like to congratulate guys like James Wiseman. Fernand Carey, at one time Cole Anthony guys touching number one. Um, last year was Cameron Reddish, uh, Zion Williamson. I just think he's he might be hyped now, but when he came out of high school, people that doubted this kid. Now everybody's on his jockstrap. This kid is amazing. Now, even I did. I didn't doubt how good he was. I just didn't. I just didn't think he was the best NBA prospect, and I'm totally. <laughs> Cameron Reddish was the guy I'm looking at, and I still think he can be dominant at what he does. He can shoot the ball, but when you're not – some guys being the focal point is better for him. Carmelo Anthony's one. All of a sudden, when he leaves New York, he can't score like he used to no more? No, it's because he used to be able to do what he wanted to do. He could score the way he wanted to score. Yeah, I think Cameron Reddish should start off with a – he could start off with a good team. And if he's not the number one overall pick, they're not going to go on him like that. If you're the number one overall pick, that's that's heavy. Zion Williamson should be out of everybody, even R.J. Barrett. Zion Williamson can garner the hype, the moves he does. Just him. All he got to do is do a couple of dunks. And if he's not as good as people think he is, you know, if he's scoring 13 points six rebounds, it's still cool, you know, even though with his hype, people looking at him, the next LeBron, they're looking at 20 and 10 when he come in. It's a lot of pressure in this game. You just got to stick to what you're doing and evolve. I think he'll be an all-star. I think him, RJ, uh, Cam, Ja Morant, to me, is the second best prospect. He might be the the number one best prospect. and I'm almost getting to that. As good as Zion is at 6'7", you're pretty imposing. At job Morant being his size and still being physically imposing, you can only think that he could be the number one pick this draft coming up. Guys like Daniel Gafford are pretty good. Um, I like Marcus Howard, even though he's 5'11". He's a water bug that somebody's bench or somebody starting five could get because he can shoot from anywhere. And that's big in this league. That's humongous in this league. All right. um, Let's talk about some of the big guys in 2020. And and, uh, one guy in 2021, Chet Holmgren, is a guy to watch out for. He's an elite. I think he's a five-star. Top three centers right now to me. He can do a lot. Um, Centers in 2020, one guy I want to talk about is Finlay Dante. Uh, you got him. And Mobley, to me, maybe he'll be a – I think he'll be a power forward, a mismatch problem at power forward. If he's, he's that type of guy and you're looking at what he does and how he plays. Uh, but uh, in this positionless league, you can also go to the flip side, this league, a 6'11 guy who you feel like should play power forward, play center. Look at Anthony Davis switching right over to the center. Uh, his size. His size. He can do a lot, but I think he'd be more of a mismatch problem at power forward because he can play. If you got a five that can play power forward, you go get a center and let their five run around. Let the their guy who played the five go to four and run around. I think Mobley would be an even better player at power forward than he would at center. You know, center has a lot more different responsibility. And if you're looking at how the Sixers are playing in B, they kind of play him off the you know off the ball a lot, and then he goes to the inside. You would rather a guy like Mobley be able to command outside. He can take you off the dribble. Uh and then he can go and post you up. You know, let him I think then he will be even better. But at Center no. Center's just not it. But um his wingspan and his you know his dribbling ability and how you know how he gets to the floor, he's only gonna develop. But see, and I know a lot of y'all who are listening, oh you see I'm talking about Mobley and he talking about great but but Jalen is at that point right now so to me, where well, I feel like Jalen can come out of high school, Jalen can come right out of high school, man. Say what you want. And, oh, no, he can't. Do-. Listen, he is physically when he and t- listen, another thing that's that's really dug down the dirt is the dunk the dunk. Oh, just because he's dunking. Well, stop him then. He don't only just dunk in the open lane. I've seen this man dunk on about three people, jump over somebody's head, overseas dunk on somebody. We Forget the American crew. He goes overseas and just dunks on a bigger person. This guy is ready for the NBA right now. You put him on the bench like you would Kobe for one year, let him learn, and watch Jalen Green eat. Period. Point blank. All right? Um, And back to RJ Since you want to move Man, we ain't got the best Listen, his shot You know what I think? I think RJ developing a game Besides his jump shot Is scary enough Like Jesus Christ When he did the windmill People should be scared to death I can't wait till they senior season I cannot That's what I'm waiting for I'm holding back Isaiah Tide now, I ain't talked about him. I don't want his mom, Marlene, to see. He ain't talk about my son. I man, she really be going for her son. And, and, and listen, well put, man. People want to go for their kids. I'm all for that. Come at me about your kids, and I will tell you what I think. Just, just the truth. You have to roll with it. And I ain't had to tell nobody nothing bad because some people usually have something. I've never had a parent come to me when their kid was garbage truck juice. That's the term, garbage truck juice. That's when they're trash. <laughs> no, but I've never had nobody come to me like that. But um, yeah, yeah, man, Isaiah Tide. I really don't get. See, that's why I, I call him third in, in the race. Then, then it's Greg Brown. Then it's even Mobley. See, I, and everybody, how you gonna come to me now? How could an analyst right now come to me and say you're crazy? How could you put Greg Brown and these guys are dominating, dominating. What? Which circuit? Do you feel like this like James Wiseman to me? It's Brian Antoine, Cole Anthony, Nico Mannion. Those are my three guys now in, in, in the 2019 class who I feel like hey, La, LaMelo ball. But I wouldn't put LaMelo over Wiseman and I wouldn't put Nico over Wiseman. But that's my five. My five in 2019 is Brian Antoine. Cole Anthony, I might have to go. with Cole gonna be number one. Brian to be number two, and James Wiseman to be number three. Everybody like, look at this guy. Seven foot. He could do this. He ain't been as explosive and productive as Antoine at guard. You would think at center. Listen, at center, the way people talk about these guys, they should be scoring just as much points as Greg Brown, as Jalen Green. Because they're 6'11". If they could do all this you're saying they're doing, look at Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid. They should be doing this right now in high school. So excuse me if I feel like that these guys in elite competition are better than these other guys. I'm serious, man. If you really feel like it, Isaiah Ty is, is back to Isaiah. Isaiah Tyre is something special. He's smooth at his height. He is long. He's confident. He's playing angry. Y'all need to start paying attention to Isaiah Todd. For he make you. That's what you want, right? Well, he's doing it. Now now give him his credit. Give him his credit. Isaiah Todd is a beast out here. He's showing up to every game. Um, Jeremy Roach, if we were talking about 2020 point guard, you know, Sharif Cooper is a beast, man. He just does he, he's getting better and better. Me and um me and a parent was talking about um Sharif. And I think that Sharif is a competitor. Brandon Boston, give him his respect. I mean I had a guy tell me I was talking about my best shooters. One guy said, Not Brandon Boston. Brandon Boston's a scorer. He's not like their pure shooter, shooter, shoot like, you know, that's not his repertoire. He's really gonna take you in the hole and then let you know he got a jump shot. That's like me saying Jalen Green is Cause he's not he's not a shooter. He, he can he can he has his jump shot has definitely improved. It's a weapon, but he's not a shooter. He's a scorer. He's gonna he's gonna eat you up everywhere, man. He eat you up on breakfast, lunch, dinner, bedtime, what snack? What you want? Playground, recess? He gonna eat you up anytime. What you want? He's not a guy's gonna sit out and just shoot or 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 their shot defines him. RJ Hampton. The reason why I say him now, John, Johnny Juzang, is you know he's a shooter. RJ Hampton, he's he's got finesse. He's he he can shoot. These guys that they, they shot really centers their game because you know when you try to mess with RJ, he's gonna shake you, shake you. He got long wingspan. Then all of a sudden he hitting that shot three or four or five straight times on you. Five, six, seven, eight. That's why he can score fifty because his shot is so pure. It's so pure. Shoot that mother. It goes through there like water. You don't even see the nets go up. He's like, how did? Ball went through the nets. He didn't go up. This is ridiculous. I don't believe this kid. Love watching these guys play. Uh, and listen, I'm out, y'all. Um high school basketball talk. I get caught up in how- This is part two. Everybody enjoy this. Once a week, we get some basketball talk. If anybody got anything to say, um you can email me, you know my email. Or 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 you can just comment. Right below when I post this 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 podcast, you can comment right below. All right, no doubt. All right, so all right, y'all listen. High school basketball talk. Uh, a lot of y'all done heard part one. This part two. This will be something big. I really like you know a lot of these prospects and they'll get updates and you know certain things. And I'll be watching y'all. I right, am out. Y'all keep holding down. Next next week we'll be talking about some AAU, some AAU teams and how they get down and you know. Couple of other more prospects. We're gonna just be digging into some guys, um, who's good and who's not. So a lot of y'all are gonna hear y'all names on High School Baseball Talk. Out, y'all. Follow the leader.